Welcome to Savvy Solutions with Gina Gale Gray. Take the journey back to me with a freedom coach and oracle. Find your solutions by joining me, Gina Gale Gray. Together, we can create a powerful synergy that will take down the walls that surround your heart and allow your emotional being to guide you towards connection and compassion. Feel yourself grow ever closer to remembering who you're meant to be with my 40-day Journey Back to Me program. You have a personal power within you that I would love to help you unlock so that you can achieve your newfound freedom. Savvy Solutions with Gina Gale Gray starts now. Hey, everybody. Welcome. I love that I get to take this journey back to me with Gina Gale Gray. And, you know, what I know, and this is what you all want to write down, write down anywhere, mindbodysoul.com. Just write that down anywhere, mindbodysoul.com. Because I don't know about you all, but Gina Gale has been presenting now for several months and weeks, this journey back to me. And she's been sharing it with you all in the way she brings it to you. It is a 40 day journey. And there's a reason it's a 40 day journey. And if you had any doubt whatsoever, you will not after today. And the body of work and what she's created to help all of us heal, shift, grow, allow our soul to reach whatever it needs to reach unshackled, you will hear why this today, remembering your soul, feeling your way home is powerful beyond any words I can talk to you about. Gina Kell, it's great to have you. This is the one, this is the thing that like the other shows we've done are there for a reason, but you must get to this point. We must get to remembering your soul right? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, it's the reward. And it's this, this last 10 day period during a 40 day journey back to me, this 10 day period is the reward. Um, coming, coming back home and, and remembering who you are as a soul being, it's more important now than ever. We must, yeah. must find our way home to our own souls now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, let's take a look at this about finding our soul because people may ask, well, what do you mean? Well, I don't know about anybody listening to this show, but I can tell you there have been points in time in my life where I didn't think I had a soul. Okay. So that's just a little bit of indicator. Something was off, but how do we find our soul? Well, it's, it's a, a multi-step process of recognition. It truly is recognition and remembering. And the, the first thing to, to, to remember is where is a soul? Where is my soul? Where is the soul of others? Because we, we, we tend to say things like that person has no soul or I have no soul because I, I can't feel it. I can't see it. I can't hear it. And in the journey back to me and in my work with, with my clients, I convince them completely of the reality of the soul. And some call it spirit 
and there, there's multiple names for what this essence, what, what this aspect of us is. But um, the most important thing about soul, in my opinion, is it's, it's eternal and it's infinite. And the infinity aspect is, where is it? Where is my soul? Where is your soul not? Your soul, my soul, the soul, um, all souls are everywhere. And these, these unseen aspects of ourself, they, when we remember how to look for them and when we give the actual credit to um, these things as soul, when we do see them. And not only is it infinite, it's eternal. Eternal goes on forever. There is no end. And you, you, can't, you can't box it up. <laughs> you can't contain it within a skin suit. You can't contain it in a great white bearded man in the sky. You can't contain it within some amazing um, man-made construct anywhere on this, this earth because it can't be contained. It's everywhere. Um, how do we see soul? How do we see soul? Soul will show itself, your soul will, so, will show itself to you in multiple ways every day when you open your eyes and start seeing. And I have an example just from today. I wake up today and I subscribed a long time ago to this uh, daily ohm. So I get an email every day. And look at what my daily ohm message is today. Can you read that? Oh my gosh, finding your soul home. <laughs> I, don't you have to really love this? Because while we're talking about the soul and it's infinite and it's eternal, people across the board have been sensing, where is it? Where is mine? Who, who took mine? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What is blocking me from getting there? But you see, all of this is all intellectual unless we add what the other part of this episode is for today for people. And the second part is feeling your way home, right? right. Not minding your way home, right. but feeling your way home. And I don't think we talk about soul and feeling very often, do we? But isn't it essential in the body of work you do? Oh, it's absolutely essential. It is, it is the um, missing piece. It's the missing aspect, which is why in the journey back to me, um, I put it in the second 10-day period because it then flows and, and we, we, we do the emotional releases and we, and we talk about the feeling of things, feeling of thoughts feeling of thoughts before taking action and how important that is. But um, the, the way that we see soul and we see messages from the soul is basically what it is, is just like what I, I shared with you what happened today. Um, it also happens when, when you, you're going to a doctor's office and there's a sign on the wall and you've been to that doctor's office a uh, hundred times and this day you read this message and this message gets your attention speaks to you loudly. 
um, that that's another way of seeing soul when you see anything that evokes positive high vibration wonderful beautiful feelings inside of you that's a way to see soul I see soul every time I watch a sunrise every time I watch a moonrise I can see that is a message from soul when you connect with that and and because it gives you it evokes that feeling within you that you know the unseen is more powerful than what we physically can see in our in our physicality um, hearing soul is even easier to do and I I, I am um, learning some new sound healing technologies I am playing around with the biofield tuning and this is the most powerful uh, thing that I've added to my toolbox lately and the the use of sound the use of audible sound to to again bring us back to soul it is one of those tools that can just bust up the garbage <laughs> that that is in the way of us reconnecting with our soul so you can also hear soul when you you hear a song and all of a sudden you hear a certain message in the song you hear a specific lyric in the song and I'm very tuned into this method of hearing soul because my son 23 years of his physical body existence he was never able to speak words uh, the last seven years of his existence he couldn't even make a sound and think about that for just a moment seven years of complete silence we can't handle two minutes of complete silence we start the monkey mind jumps in and says I must perform I must get your attention we can't sit in this silence silence is scary <laughs> can you imagine not being able to make a sound come out of your body uh, we hear messages in songs we hear messages in podcasts that just cannot be denied I had a client come to my house I'm back at my home in Texas and I had a client come to my house where I have all of my tools and the first thing she said when she sat down was uh, and I asked her you know what all is going on what are your issues that we're gonna talk about today what do you want to share with me first thing she said was she believes she's just too sensitive and then throughout the session with her we, we watched it we watched a podcast that I wanted to to uh, share with her to introduce the the tuning fork technology and the first thing that was said in that podcast was are you one of these people that people tell you you're too sensitive <laughs> And she yeah, said, did yeah. you, did she just say what, that's what I said when I yeah, got here. And I said, that wasn't me. That was, that is your soul calling out to you. That is your soul tapping you on the shoulder, tapping you on the ear, whispering in your ear, getting your attention through what you listen to. And you can only tune into this when you learn to be, be okay with listening to the silence. Yeah. And those things lead to feeling your soul and when those things are all connected which is what the journey back to me is about that's what the first three ten-day periods we start with the physical we focus on the emotional we focus on the mental by the time we get to the soul we are reintegrating all of those aspects back into our soul because that's what soul wants soul wants to remind us you're so lucky to be here even though a lot of people aren't feeling lucky right now but you you chose to be here and you're here for a reason to experience all that there is to experience right now 
And when you do that firmly embodied in your soul and your soul embodied in your physicality, your experience changes. Yeah. And that missing aspect of that is the emotional being, the emotional aspect of it. And I, I've said before, there's there's this habit um, that that we've that we've adopted, and and we call this progress, where we we just go from thinking to doing, thinking to doing, as if we are linear, as if life is that simple. It's just a forward, you know, maybe forward and up. Think, do, think, do, think, do, think, do, and we call that progress. And you know what? A whole lot of thinking and doing, you amass a whole lot of stuff with your thinking and doing. And when you remember to bring back in the aspect of thinking, feeling, doing, I mean, just, just watch the difference between thinking, doing, thinking, doing. It's just linear. It's just a straight line as if we were robots, which we are not. When you add in thinking, feeling, doing, thinking, feeling, doing, you can go all directions. Thinking, feeling, doing, thinking, feeling, doing. And it opens you up and expands your existence as a multidimensional being. We, we are here to think, feel before we do. And when we remember to do that, it will change your life. And doing that for yourself first, coming back to your soul first, then prepares you to be in a much better place for helping others. Yeah. Right? What I love about what you're talking about is there's, it's almost like the soul is waiting for us to remember how to feel because once that happens, and we'll talk about what feeling looks like, but once that happens, then we're on the pathway to quote, find our soul, right? And I want to talk about that. You know, I want to, I want to keep going here and, and skip the break because you know, this idea, if you look at it sort of the way that you beautifully laid it out, is that people might wonder, why is it so hard for me? Well, first of all, let me say this. There may be a life path that you have in front of you where you may think you're going to be able to do this all by yourself. My life path was not like that. There was no way that I was going to skip this, right? This is not like skipping lunch. This is essential. And let's talk about how did you find your soul? How did that happen? What was that like for you, Gina Gill? It, it was messy. It was, <clears throat> it was extremely messy. And it happened in 2019. And 2019, February 8th, 2019 is when, when my son Spencer dropped his body and he transcended to light. And that was hard. <laughs> that was, that was the, um, the darkest days of my life. The darkest day of my life was the day that he left and I went back to the house because he, he was only he was only at a facility less than 24 hours before he mm -hmm. left and that was his choice. Um, 
we we were in agreement, he, his dad, and I were in agreement that, that we would never go back to a hospital, and that was after 2012. Um, and when we were in the hospital in 2012, when he had RSV, spent 60 days in ICU, um, he wasn't going to live, according to them. Greatest ICU in the country, Cook Children's ICU. While we were there, <clears throat> daily, daily, children died. Daily. Daily, I would hear the wailing of mothers and dads and loved ones as, as children left, children leave. Um, then there was a little girl next to us, and she was 16 years old, and Spencer was 16 years old at that time. And the day that she died, the day that she left, because the, the walls are thin, we're right next door to each other, the day that she left, and she had been there a long time, and the day that she left was, was a, an, an awakening of its own. And, and we made an agreement then that this is not where Spencer will leave. He will not leave in a facility. So we, we did everything that we did to get out of there, and we did, we made it out of there. Wow. So seven years later, when he had, when his end came for him, um, we, we, we tried to make it happen at home, it didn't work. So we went to the hospital. And so I came home after he left and I sat alone in a chair outside of his room in complete silence. And there, were, there hadn't been silence around Spencer for seven years because a ventilator makes a lot of noise. Suction machines make a lot of noise. Um, there's, there's alarms and dings and you hear the breath and all of these things. And so to hear that complete silence for the first time was, it wasn't enjoyable. Um, and that wasn't the end of it. That was February of 2019. In March of 2019, um, my husband of 30 years filed for divorce. In April of 2019, I was diagnosed with skin cancer. June of 2019, my mother, her body dropped its mind and she was put into a facility. Mm. So everything that I knew as home was just sold because she was put into a little room in a facility, June of 2019. October of 2019, I had to have surgery for the first time in my life because I, I had developed trigger finger on my thumb from vacuuming the house. <laughs> it, was, yeah. it was not fun. So the fall of 2019, these things just kept getting piled on and piled on and piled on. I was, I was, preparing our property to sell. My husband and I had had several properties. So the beginning of, of getting rid of everything that I had known my entire adult life, um, you know, Spencer left, my husband left, the homes had to be sold, my mother left. Mm. And it just kept being how much more. And uh, so I was getting the house, uh, five acres, five bedroom house, 5,600 square feet of living space. And I'm taking care of all of this myself. Things were breaking, expensive things were breaking. There was two crews of workers there. I was getting messages from them that things were not going well at all. I hit the floor, literally. Literally, I fell to the floor in my office and I always have music playing. I, let me set this up. I always have music playing because music keeps me going. So I'm not paying attention to the music, but it's playing. So I had a complete meltdown. I had gotten a call about something not going wrong and that was it. So 
I was on the floor. I was screaming at the top of my lungs to Spencer. I want to go with you. I don't want to be here anymore. I can't be here anymore. And I was literally pounding the floor and screaming and crying and trying to figure out, help me, how can I die? How can I get out of here? Because there's nothing for me here without you. I hear back very, very clearly, listen. Right in the middle of all of this, music's playing, guys are outside working, I'm having a fit, I'm screaming, and I hear very clearly, listen. And I tuned into what was being sung by Imagine Dragons on the stereo at that time. And here's what I hear. Oh, give me strength and give me peace. It's just another downpour. Don't let it get the best of you. It's only up from the floor. Light everything inside of you. I don't want to let you go. I don't want to let you go. Don't burn out on me. And I tell you what, I did. I did get up off the floor. And I sucked it up and I went over and I listened to the rest of that song and I went and I printed out the lyrics and I read the entire lyrics. There are no coincidences. Mm. There are no, maybe this was, maybe this was a message for me, maybe. That was so profound and so powerful. And what I had to do, even in the middle of all of that noise, noise coming from me, noise coming from outside, noise coming from deep inside that noise, my soul found me. Now, Spencer had a great hand to play in it because he absolutely runs the jukebox in the cosmos now because he always used song lyrics to get our attention. But that day, that was so powerful. And I knew, and Spencer helped me know, that was my soul. It wasn't time for me to leave. And I was not to go with him. I had something here left to do. And it was time to get off the floor, figure it out, and keep going. Yeah. And that was 2019. Yeah. March of 2020, the damn demic shows up. <laughs> That's what I call the whole thing. And it didn't touch me because I had already been through <laughs> so much. Right, exactly. And that's when I created Journey Back to Me. That's when I began uh, the, the, the presentation and somehow started pulling together. What was my path? How, how did I survive? How did I journey back to me? And, and the answer is my, my soul didn't give up on me. And, and your soul never will give up on you. Learn to listen to its messages and follow its path. And I can help you do that. And what you're talking about is, it is so deeply important in what is needed to truly journey back to me, to truly remember the soul did not disappear. It didn't ban you 
from having its presence because of some guilt or shame or some other thing you think you did. You know, and what I love about what you shared is so many people now, so many people are at this place where they feel the same thing. I've lost this. I'm losing this. I don't even want to talk about divorce rates right now because, I mean, we're seeing it left and right. But this is not the end of the story. And we're going to talk about this when we come back from break. Because out of that, look what you've created. Um, And I love, something just struck me because people asked me during 2020 um, and astrologically for somebody like me, that whole grand thing that happened between Jupiter and Saturn, those are my moon and sun. And so people would ask me, we don't know how you're continuing, you're growing, you're in the middle of the pandemic, but you just nailed it. You just explained why. You just explained why. When we come back, we're going to talk about this why, and we're going to take you on a journey of how Spencer, showing up as we speak, what Gina Gale has created, why journey, and this is why this is important. Why journey back to me with Gina Gale Gray, freedom coach, Oracle, why this is so powerfully important, but more importantly, this is why it works. If you think about 40 days is nothing in your life, If you could look at where you are today and you're thinking, I don't have a soul. My soul has left me because that's where you feel. When we come back, we're going to tell you about how you can work with Gina. And more importantly, see, when you have something happen to you in your life, when you feel a loss, when you get sick, and you lose control of your body, and you feel like you have been abandoned, and you don't understand why is it I go to bed at night knowing that I could not wake up in the morning. Whatever these things are for you, they are openings. When we come back, we're going to talk about now the portal is open. Holy cow, how much good are you willing to receive? Uh, Before we go to break, how do people find out about you? Let's get them over to the website. And Journey Back to Me is your offering. I mean, this is something you'll do. You take people with you, 40 days transformed, and life has a new freedom. How do they sign up? How do they register? Any of the above. Come to my website, anywheremindbodysoul.com. Follow the links. It's easy. Uh, I'll get a message from you and and, uh, we'll have a consultation and and I'll listen to you and we'll make a plan. We'll start the journey. We'll pack for the journey. You got to pack for the journey. When we come back, we're packing for the journey. When we come back, we're going to talk to you a little bit or Gina's going to talk to you a little bit about how you know, how you know that's your soul. We just showed you a little bit how you know, but how do you know, like really know? And you guys heard me talk about doubt in the last hour. We're going to take that on when we come back. How do you know? 
how wouldn't Gina Gale Gray know? How, how could she possibly have not known she was connected to Spencer? When we come back, that and so much more, we'll be right back. Are you passionate about impacting social change or working towards anti-racism as a society? Are you willing to deconstruct your innermost thoughts, ideas, and beliefs about racism? Then Inflection Point Podcast, Cultivating Change from the Inside Out is the show for you. Join Anita Russell, Mavis Bauman, and Gail Hunter in open, honest, and deliberate conversations every first and third Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, only on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Tune in to Maximum Resilience with me, Kelly Bazzani, your ally for addiction, the first Monday of each month at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Join us and engage in this epic journey of how to own your power and change your perception of addiction while we revolutionize the approach that ensures mental health as we address a worldwide epidemic. Take the steps that lead you towards an incredible life of maximum resilience. We do recover. Visit MyResiliencecoach.com. Do you question what an authentic life really looks like? Tune in to The Alley Effect with Allison Blythe, authentically living life your way. Every first and third Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com, where Allison Blythe brings you tools, resources, and actionable steps toward your very best life. Take responsibility for your own happiness. For more about Allison, visit Allison, A-L-L-Y-S-O-N, Blythe, B-L-Y-T-H-E.com. Are you struggling with truly being happy in life? Do you often question who you really are? I'm Tracy Lynn Wallace, a self-love mentor and life coach who can help you identify and access subconscious blocks to move you into a place of freedom, success, and happiness. Visit inspiredwisdomcoaching.com to sign up for my VIP list and get updates on my exclusive workshops so you can awaken your magic within. That's inspiredwisdomcoaching.com. Are you ready to branch out? Take a leap of faith. Tune in to Get Rooted Radio with Erica Gifford-Mills on TransformationTalkRadio.com to equip, empower, and enlighten yourself. Erica will energize and excite you to power up your passionate dream that sets your soul on fire. So get fearlessly ready and get powerfully rooted in your yes to live it up, love it up, and let it go. Visit GetRootedRadio.com. Tune in to Knowledge Book Radio with host Marge Patasek, the fourth Tuesday each month at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Through many experiences, Marge was led to the Knowledge Book, a gift to humanity in its transition to the golden age that provides truth and answers. She now shares information from the Knowledge Book with you monthly on TransformationTalkRadio.com on Knowledge Book Radio. For more information, visit USA.TheKnowledgeBook.net. Hey, everyone. Um, welcome back. Um, for those of you out there, um, Gina Gale Gray and Savvy Solutions, and this is about the soul, but the gift of what we're talking about came to her, as you heard in the first part of the hour, came to her through a series of very painful, painful events. 
And during the break, we were talking about what do we do when we go through those painful events? But more importantly, how do we know what to do? How do we know how to be? How do we know that? And the connection with the soul, feeling your way home, remembering your soul is pivotal. And for those of you out there, it is one leg of the 40 day journey back to me where you'll work with her directly. You'll learn so many things you'll go through. You're not gonna have to do this alone because this is a journey that takes you to that place of freedom. And in order to get there, you may have to learn how to heal some things, how to have fun again, how to be, how to just be a beautiful, beautiful person. And many of the things that you all do and know, the workshops you take, the other thing, they leave this part out. This right here, what we're talking about today, this thing doesn't even get talked about. As a matter of fact, if you want to do any work on the soul, most of the time you have to go and get something about it like itself. But what Gina, look, what Gina Gale Gray has done is she knows the whole picture. She's been through the whole picture. And this right here today is remembering your soul and feeling your way home. Um, look, you and I were talking during the break. And while, you know, I, I haven't lost a son, um, of course, I've lost people. And by the way, I've lost every important woman in my life, right? uh suddenly quickly and unexpectedly but when my body failed i had no clue you see it doesn't matter what you're put you're talking about or where you're putting yourself right now people are lost and i think it's what you're talking about isn't it mm -hmm. we don't remember our soul so let's talk about, you know, what it means now when you find your soul, right? How do you know your soul is speaking? Because if we can wrap our minds around that, aren't we then going to see the pathway? Yes. Yes, we are. And <clears throat> there's so much wisdom that, that floods to me now from, from Spencer. And it always did. And, and one of the things that, that I recently realized, uh, the journey back to me was created for me. My soul created it for me and just, just laid it out. And then it's, it's now my role as a human in a body to present it and use it to help others and take the journey myself over and over again. And when we, when we talk about the first 10 day period, the physical body, we talk about what am I here to do? Then when we talk about the emotional body, we, we discuss what am I here to feel? And we, and we get more in tune with our feelings and understand our feelings. All of our feelings are here to guide us and help us. Um, anger, guilt, frustration, doubt, depression, all of those things, heartache, um, they're, they're okay too. They're not okay to stay there. They're, they're messengers. And anytime that those come up, the, the thing to do is to feel them and let them flow on through because those are guides. That's the thinking, feeling. How does this feel? Feel the feeling, feel the emotion before you do the next step. 
Third 10-day period, mental, what am I here to think? Fourth 10-day period, what am I here to be? That's when we scratch our head. Are we all in meditation all the time, just being, no doing? No. Um, the mantra that, we, that, we, that I teach when we start the journey back to me goes like this. Here I am, alive, fully empowered to be who I am and do what I came here to do which is be who I am. You cannot, you cannot do what you came here to do without knowing who you came here to be. So Spencer Gray spent 23 years in a body that had zero ability to do. He could not do anything. And that was hard. He could not speak. He could not move independently. He never walked. He could not. He could yes and he could no. So wrap your mind around that. 23 years inability to do. But let me tell you something. His soul chose wisely because he chose not only his, his mama and his dad, he chose all the people in his life. Mm. He chose people who he knew he could rely on to do the doing for him so he could be his greatness. He came into this existence having mastered the beingness. Yeah. And people who got him who fully got him, they would come into the house or come into his presence wherever and, you know, hey, hey, you, hey, you, straight to Spencer, especially, especially his Aunt Vicky. <laughs> she, she's an amazing force, and mm -hmm. she was one of, his, one of his favorite, favorite people. No one else existed, and once she got to the house for a visit, she never left his side. And, and other people, you know, people surrounded him, not because he had a need and couldn't do for himself, because he had something that they couldn't understand. And, and, and they flocked to him and they hung out with him and they would learn to communicate with him because I, I would teach them. He understood everything said. Mm -hmm. And in order to have a conversation and interaction with him, you had to listen. You had to learn to listen to the silence. Mm -hmm. Because although he was silent, he was saying a lot, and he was bossy, and he was he he. Um, we called him the king because he could <laughs> he could he could order his entourage, and we all learned how to figure out what it was and the things that he could manifest. And his book, I'm writing. I'm not. I'm writing down his book. I am not writing. Yeah. Listen to the silence. Messages and miracles from Spencer, who never spoke words. I am not writing that book. I am writing it down, and it's story after story after story, him proving the existence of these invisibles these forces in life that are so much more important than the physical doingness that we all think we're here to do. We think we're so smart. We think, you know, doing and building and, and, and in so much building, we're, we never consider all the destruction that we're doing to construct. That's not nothing constructive about it when you 
destruct all everything in your path and cover this beautiful earth and concrete and and consider that to be better than the grass that grows and the trees that grow all of those things spencer was my greatest teacher and still is the way that he communicated he figured this out brilliantly when he was quite young that um lyrics of songs said specific especially country songs say specific direct lines and he could orchestrate he could put together an entire narrative and boss around his entire entourage by using the lyrics of songs he mastered that mastered that when he was here so that's why i now know once he dropped his body and went back to his his soul and spiritual beingness Mm -hmm. the freedom that he enjoys and and i know there is a cosmic jukebox in the sky and spencer gray holds the tokens for that and he uses music he will hijack people's radios they'll have a serious where oh it's just hard metal and then all of a sudden jason aldean will pop on and they'll they'll say hey spencer i i know who that is because People who know him are familiar with the use of that. But the, the power in that and the power in, in his ability to be that guru and to teach that beingness, that's what the soul is. It's what everyone's soul is in partnership with the Spencers of the, of the multiverse to remind us, be more, do less. Go ahead and do, but know who you came here to be before you try to figure out what you came here to do, what if we flipped that? Yeah, what yeah. if we started teaching our children or noticing when our children get here, they're there, they're here to teach us what are they passionate about when they're children before we squash them and shut them down? Follow that, encourage them to find how they're gonna make use of that and how they're going to share their gifts. Every everything is a gift, every experience is a gift. Um, even the ones that we don't really like. We can, we can sit down and cry about them. We can commiserate. Oh my gosh. We are so good at commiserating. <laughs> Woo, it's not hard at all to find someone to, hey, and then we one up each other. <laughs> it's like, oh, well, that was bad. Well, here, mine's a little bit worse. And then somebody else will chime in with, well, here, mine. And where does that get you? Mm. Where does it yeah. get you? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I was speaking with someone that went away for an extended weekend and was just around people that were just, I don't even have the language for it. Um, the, you know, the best way to talk about it is if you're not used to being around low vibration, anything, whatever your language is, call it whatever you want. I don't know how else to explain it here on, on talking about it, but you know, when you feel it. And if you're not accustomed to that, and you think you're going away for four days, and that is all you're around. You have to really think about what Gina just said, because there are ways you can participate that if you have to, especially if it's family. But I love what you said, because when people think, you know, I need to figure out what I could do. And the answer is, well, learn how to be. <laughs> Even five minutes of being this. Five minutes of being can give you so much insight. I know what I get in 10 seconds of that, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. 
But that's really, you know, the guided path that you help people on. Because rather than go through it one time and, oh, look, I just got a minute of being, people can live their lives in this way by learning a few things, by learning, you know, and isn't that what Journey Back to Me is all about? Mm -hmm. Isn't it about that process? Because this was given to you because of what you went through to help people get you to a place where you are eye to eye, neck and neck with them and could take them through whatever they were going through. Even if eye to eye is we're both up to here in quicksand. No kidding. That's what I meant. Yeah. And you're in quicksand right next to me. You know what? I'm going to figure out how to get us out of there. Yeah. Because experiences and especially experiences with Spencer, which you'll read about these experiences in his book because he's he's sharing them and the coolest thing is he's sharing them from his perspective and it's so fascinating because you know i thought i knew it all i i you know i am privileged that i when he was here i was um I was his voice. I figured that out really, really soon. And I, I know I got it right most of the time. Because like I said, Spencer could do this for yes and he could do this for no. And if you got it wrong, he could gnash his teeth at you. And he, he, could, he could, you know, vehemently shake his mm-mm-mm-mm. So he didn't cave. You, you, so I know I got it right. One of the things that he says in his book is, there are things that we think we know there are things that we feel we know. And then there are things we know we know. The things that we know we know, those are soul. That, that is your, your aspect of soul giving you a big, <laughs> yes, he'll clack his teeth together like that for yes. And the reason that, because he, he couldn't ever hold his head up and in his, in his power truck, he never called it a wheelchair, it was a power truck, uh, he had a headrest and when he would do this for yes, his head would fall forward yeah. and then, you know, if somebody wasn't right there to put it back, so he very quickly figured out this, this is yes. So a nice clacking of the teeth was yes. So. There are things we know we know. And now if I'm hearing something or listening to someone and, and, and something resonates with me and it's like this morning, finding your soul home. I read that. There's, there's more information. There's things I don't know that are in that little narrative. And as soon as I read the sentence that I know I know, I hear Spencer. <laughs> Told you so. <laughs> there's still, he's working with my soul. And let me tell you this. The thing I now know about soul, it's really, really easy for me to, to know. Uh, and again, sitting in that chair outside his room the day I came home from the hospital and knew I would never see him again that way, um, it, it was just, it was, it was such a profound experience to immediately, I had this deep, deep, deep pain right where my belly button is. And it hurt so mm. bad. It hurt so bad. And I sat there crying because of that pain in the pit of my stomach. And then something amazing happened. And I received the message that's the last of our physical attachment. That's, 
that's where we're connected. We're connected at our umbilical cord to our mothers and our children are connected. There's, there's that center. It's also your soul, our plexus. And he let me know when that was severed and I felt it, yeah. felt it. And it was the, it was the strangest thing. I felt him leave. I felt him take that connection with him physically. And immediately I felt a rush in my heart and my soul. And he let me know, I was in your soul before you gave birth to me. I'm in your soul still. Never forget this. Mm-hmm. And one of the first, he, he started writing poetry right away. Um, within a month, he wrote this beautiful, beautiful poem. And it starts out, I'm in the air. I'm everywhere. I'm in the sea. Just watch for me. And recently, when I was uh, back in Mexico, I was standing at the ocean and I was, I know Spencer's in the sea. He, he shapeshifts as a dolphin quite often to, to me and others. And I'm looking out over the sea and, and I, I said, Spencer, I want to see you. I haven't seen dolphins yet. I want to see you immediately. The first dolphin, three or four dolphins, and they're all just swimming and playing out there. And then I hear, I'm in the sea, just watch for me. And then I hear, because you set me free. And it was, you know, all of these things, okay? There's this mixture of extreme joy and sadness. And these, these are tears of, these are tears of both. We, we can uh, mix up yeah. our emotions. <laughs> but the thing is, feel them, let them out. Don't let anyone tell you to stop crying or, or, or that crying's not okay or that, that expressing it or talking about it or sharing it, sharing the feeling of it. Yeah, that hurts. And it brings me joy all at the same time because I know that's true. And that's the way we have to look at all of the loss, all of the, the, the humans who have left. It's hard to grasp, but their soul chose to leave for whatever reasons you can't understand. But they don't, when they leave, they don't actually leave. The soul aspect is your soul is a part of my soul. My soul is a part of your soul. We also have share the soul of all. Mm-hmm. And it's not just here on earth. It's much bigger than that. Mm-hmm. But start with just this. Mm-hmm. We all share the same soul. We are our own unique aspect, our own mm-hmm. unique expression of soul. So get busy expressing your soul in a way that you can be proud of. Is- I, I love that we're talking about this part because I, and I want to bring this you know, I want to really, really remind everybody that's tuning in, this pathway to freedom cannot happen without feeling. So I just want to be really clear to everybody out here. Now, here's what I know for me. I've learned that I don't have to take this journey alone. And somehow, if you've learned to suck up your feelings, somewhere along the way, somebody told you, you better do it in silence and do it alone. And what I think you're here to say, and I'm here to say is that is not the pathway to freedom. That is literally uh, a band-aid. It may get you a day, it may get you a month, but it's not going to get you there. No. And I and and what you've done is you put it all together, though. You know, all of it is in journey back to me. Um, thank you. I can't thank you enough for telling the stories today. 
and for having Spencer join you in telling the stories today. Yeah. Because when we feel that feeling, we know what that is. We know what that is. Stop and shutting have, it down. Yeah, exactly. Thank you so much. Can you just give folks a little bit more information on how they can work with you, uh, how they can find out more about Journey Back to Me, and anything else you'd like to share? And thank you to you and to Spencer for today. Yeah, just learn from Spencer. He's the, he's the greatest teacher. His book will be, I hope, published by the end of this year. That is our goal. And it, it, is, it is beautiful messages and miracles bringing everyone back to the, the abilities because here was this person who lived 23 years being labeled disability. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he, he proved. He chose carefully. He was able to accomplish everything, but not without others. The connection and, and the, the term that, that is most important, Spencer and I were gratefully connected. So think about, please, everyone, think about your connections to the people who mean the most to you. And then put the icing of gratitude on top of that connection. Look for it. Even if you don't feel it right now, it's there. It was there or you wouldn't be connected to that person. Mm -hmm. And if that's not the truth, move away from that person. One of the greatest inspirations is we are not here, you are not here to judge another, try to fix another, try to help another, or hurt another. You have the freedom to move away from those who you're not in alignment with so they can live their journey. Mm. So we'll do that in the journey back to me. Spencer shows up in every journey. Yeah, and, and that's why you're a freedom coach. That's why what you do is to guide people through whatever the steps are, however the process is, whatever the journey is like, it is a journey back to me. Thank you so much for everything today. Um, thank you for sharing the story. Thank you for demonstrating what freedom looks like, what it sounds like. And thank you for giving people the hope and the knowing that feeling will get you there. Thank you for listening to Savvy Soul Oceans with me, Gina Gale Gray. Take the journey back to me with a freedom coach and oracle on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Come back every fourth Monday at 11 a.m. Pacific to further your progress towards rediscovery. You can also join my 40-day Journey Back to Me program to unlock your true potential and reunite with your soul. There's no time to waste. I'll share Spinspirations, which are messages from a spirit named Spencer, and lead you toward your solutions. Go to anywheremindbodysoul.com and ask for a complimentary mind, body, and soul session. That's anywhere, mindbodysoul.com.